podcasting from Boston, Massachusetts, the city of innovation, education, and of course, Fenway Park, this is TI Clergy Corner, bringing you timely, insightful, and impactful sermons from Temple Israel of Boston. In this episode, we'll hear Rabbi Elaine Zecker's Shabbat Awakenings, a reflection as we make our way towards Shabbat, entitled Persistent Vashti. Welcome to Shabbat Awakenings, a weekly reflection as we make our way toward Shabbat and this week Purim. In honor of the holiday, I offer a creative Midrashic interpretation of the first chapter of the Book of Esther. I want to speak for Queen Vashti, to make a claim for her greatness. We may think the king rejected her and sent her away, but really Vashti was the one who did the rejecting. She would not allow the king to summon her at the height of his inebriation to present herself in full display to all the officials and courtiers of Persia and Medea. These nobles and governors of the king's provinces had been invited to bask in the glory of the king's riches. For no fewer than 180 days, these esteemed guests wallowed in the vast trove of the king's treasures. And as if that was not enough, the king then held a seven-day banquet. All the people who lived in the fortress of Shushan, high and low alike, availed themselves of the lavish banquet, which included wine in abundance. There must have been no better party except for Vashti's. While the men drowned themselves in liquor with the order, no restrictions, the women engaged in their own feast. I'd like to imagine that over at their gathering, these women who surrounded Vashti were not consumed by the conspicuous material wealth shown off in the other area. They devoted themselves to the richness of their minds. Led by Vashti, they hatched a plan of how they might maneuver through their own agency and appreciation of what lay beneath and beyond their beauty. They schemed that unless they asserted themselves, the law of the land would subdue their strength and undermine their power. Others would assume their meekness and seek to rule over them. At Vashti's banquet, the women wanted to make an example of the men to show that they deserved respect and not scorn. They planned to disrupt the assumption of obedience. Quote, to her own self we obey, they declared. And then the seven eunuchs arrived to bring Vashti over to the king's party to display only her beauty. The revolution was about to begin. The women had planned for this moment. To her own self we obey, they urged Vashti not to comply. Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command conveyed by the eunuchs. The king was incensed. The advisors were infuriated. They worried that if such behavior was permitted, there would be no end to scorn and provocation by the ladies of Persia and Medea. So they passed a law that every man should wield authority in his own home but they said nothing about what would happen elsewhere outside the home. I imagine the women were disappointed, but also inspired by Vashti's bravery. Her persistence lifted their spirits, even though she did not achieve the initial goal that she and her companions had intended. But no matter, the deed had been done. 
Vashti's audacious refusal laid the foundation for those who would come after her to know that asserting one's power, refusing to be subdued, rejecting demeaning images others may have had of her, and leaving in the face of defeat made her and everyone else stronger for the next time, and therefore sure would be a next time. Shabbat Shalom and Happy Pauline. We gather tonight at 6 p.m. for Kabbalah Shabbat. Day school families are welcome to join us at 5 p.m. for a special dinner. Join us tomorrow morning for Shabbat services and Torah study beginning at 9 a.m. Thank goodness at Shabbat will begin at 10. Thanks for listening to TI Clergy Corner. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll visit our website, www.tisrael.org slash clergycorner. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of T.I. Clergy Corner.